Hey there, you little sets addicts. Here's some curated comedy gold from the archives instead of a full episode. We've got more on the way, but it's summer and Harrison was summoned to a wedding and I blew through a backlog of recordings with my own travels and these damn things take forever to edit. And I can't let go of the control to hire an editor. And also, nobody cares. I'm the only one stressing here. Oh, but if you're in New York, I'm co-producing a show this Friday called Special Tonight with the esteemed Too Cool to Be a Fool Patrick Holbert. Our MC is JP Justice, who's a stone-cold comedy killer. He's been on Def Comedy Jam and Showtime at the Apollo, and our headliner is a guy who's possibly the best joke writer in the city, Mark Normand. Best of all, our show is a social experience on a budget. $10 gets you dinner for an hour so you can catch up with friends, one free drink, and a live stand-up comedy show in the East Village of Manhattan. You can't even get a tainted bottle of water for 10 bucks in Manhattan. So if you're in the area, you're basically losing money if you don't come to the show. The last one sold out, and I guarantee I will be the worst comedian on this one by an embarrassing margin. So go to our snazzy domain special-tonight.com for those $10 tickets. Again, that's www.special-tonight.com. Okay, have a listen to comedian Sandeep Sen, Harrison Tweed, and me just geek the fuck out about the sadly deceased comedy genius Greg Giraldo. We listened to his closing bit called Happy Birthday from his, that's Happy Birthday, from his 2009 album Midlife Vices. We're so giddy over it that we don't even have a decent analysis between the three of us. And then we listen to this one little joke from George Carlin that shows what you can make funny once you've been doing it for four decades. Come on. Let's talk about sex. And when did we become such a, a, a nation of such, such self-important, narcissistic douchebags that, you know, when it's your birthday now, you just think you can go to any restaurant and make the waiters sing happy birthday to you? <laughs> when did that trend start? That's the most irritating... That used to be for children at Chuck E. Cheese. Now you can go to any restaurant. It's my birthday. Dance around or something. <laughs> give us a little song, would you? Give us a little song. Go get me a piece of cake. It's my birthday. You go to restaurants now, they got to break out in song every five minutes. I was in a restaurant the other day. The waiters had to go out four separate times to different tables and sing happy birthday. And holy shit, the owner comes out and even the dishwasher's out there singing. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. It's my birthday too, but no one's singing happy birthday to me because I'm in the back washing dishes for 50 cents an hour, but somehow I'm the bad guy for taking away American jobs. What fucking job am I taking away? Who, who wants to wash a fucking dish for 50 cents an hour? Okay, yes, arguably all of us coming over like this collectively lowers the labor rates in the country. We could debate it on those merits, but no, you're taking my job, you're taking my job, you're taking my job. What kind of fucking ignorant bullshit is that? You have to ask yourself. Are you willing to pay the increased cost of paying a prevailing wage for some fucking slob to stand back there washing dishes? If it's such a fucking problem, why don't you just penalize the employers who hire us? Oh, because that will be politically unpopular. How old are you now? Thank you very much. God, that's fucking so good. Oh, man. That's like a that premise. Such a great oh, I've bit. never heard that before. God, uh, that's such a... You, I, I love that because... You know when there's like a premise that you wish you could do and you just can't and then you're like and then you mm -hmm. hear it done mm -hmm. and instead mm -hmm. of being like, oh, I wish I thought of that. You're like, I'm so glad someone is good enough to do that joke. 
Yeah. You know I, what I mean? Yeah, I, I totally. That was I perfect. Do. It's perfect. The, the whole, the, there was so much surprise. That whole, like, it totally it, took a turn and it kept boom, turning. Boom, and it boom, went, boom. Like, first it was the, about the entitled narcissist with the, oh, it's a silly bit about singing uh-huh, Happy Birthday. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And that was fun. And then, but then within that, suddenly the, the Mexican guy, and then that was funny. Oh, even the Mexican guy has to sing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, yeah. boom, it just turned super political. And then the way he phrased the, uh, yeah. the argument, uh, uh and so succinctly and in mm-hmm. the voice of the Mexican oh, oh my mm-hmm. god and that then, was and amazing then the, and then the closing line uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, are you <laughs> now like, oh my god it's so good um, I loved so uh, a few different things he has his voice yeah. he has standard New York moron voice jackass moron yeah, yeah, voice yeah. Uh, he has and then he has the Mexican uh, dishwasher voice all oh, in the space of about a minute and 40 seconds um, he switches between those three voices. I, I am, I, I love that. Yeah. I love that. And he doesn't even brace himself. He doesn't like, there's no, okay, time to do a voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's totally, I think, um, a really fun thing to do in a bit is to, uh, get a message out through someone else's like yes a i was mm-hmm. right like totally. I, that's a political joke and like we we're talking about political jokes are hard to make funny and yeah yeah and it was silly and like the way he's able to say all that stuff is he's doing a character yeah totally and it just takes away the person person if you just ranted on that it wouldn't work i mean it yeah. might work in terms of like the audience would agree with him but mm-hmm. it wouldn't be i don't think funny. that funny yeah. yeah right 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 and and uh putting the argument in the afflicted uh, like in, in put in the argument that you want to make yeah. in the voice of the people who are the most afflicted. Yeah. Uh, it, I think is just a brilliant tactic. Fucking good. Um, all of a sudden you're giving, you're like, how do you argue with the person whose life is horrible because of the situation? Yeah. Whereas you can argue with the person, the guy who's up here on stage telling you what he thinks. Yeah. Um, that, so it's a, it's so it's, it's so brilliant. You, you know, I just have been trying to critique, some of my bits where I like I pop into a voice and I'll be like, this could go. I have a bit about performance artists and how I want to quit stand up and be one because you can do anything and it won't offend anyone. And like the the thing would be like you can yell faggot for nine minutes straight and people will just be like his creativity is boundless. <laughs> and um, and I used to do it and kind of like I didn't mean for it, it kind of came out like effeminate. Like I might be like, oh, like if there's like an idiot that goes A to C in the offensive way, they're like, oh, that voice is effeminate. He thinks gay people can't handle jokes. Um, but so I've started doing like, a, like, hey, like his creativity is boundless, which is like a weird because it's not. It's a different person's voice than you'd think would be at a would performance. Say Sorry. Like yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's more fun now to think about it. I think, you know, a theme of today, which I like because it's so hard in comedy, is how you get messages that are potentially derisive and and not funny, like preachy, mm-hmm. across. And it's like being silly, putting in another voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's, it's come together. Totally. Right. And, if you're and going- it's so important because... I think it's a real problem. It's a, it's yeah. really hard sometimes. It's really difficult. Um, and, and like I, one of my, I mean, my, my, you know, hero from a young age was George Carlin and George yeah. Carlin didn't bother with any of that. He, yeah. You know, the, once you're famous, you can have more opinions. Yes. I think it's important for comedians who aren't like, and George I didn't Carlin. get that forever. That, right. Like when you're in a comedy club, people don't respect you oh. enough to have you be a soapbox. You, if you like, you have to make it funny so that, 
like to get that right to, to I think. I don't think yeah. anyone like Harlan is anytime I hear like Louie do something like no one else could ever do that. Then I like look up a Carlin clip. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, he's like the God of making the, he has a bit where he calls Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor, the N word, <laughs> like the punchline <laughs> is him, but it's here. Can, is there a way you could play this? Um, just put like Carlin N word in YouTube. It is really, and, uh, and he doesn't like yell at that. <laughs> I'm put, I'm not trying to put like, he was a racist in his mouth. It's a bit about the N word and how, uh, no, like, like, it's hatred just Carlin is, explains why you should never say is it. the, is the real problem and not the words themselves. Carlin explains why you should never say it. You should never say the N word. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're only words. It's the context that counts. It's the user. It's the intention behind the words that makes them good or bad. The words are completely neutral. The Heard words this. are yeah, innocent. Yeah. I get tired of people talking about bad words and bad language. Bullshit. It's the context that makes them good or bad. Uh, this, oh, this is one of my earliest things I saw of his. He's so good. I love him. So much. For instance, you take the word nigger. There is absolutely nothing wrong with the word nigger in and of itself. It's the racist asshole who's using it that you ought to be concerned about. We don't care when Richard Pryor or Eddie Murphy say it. Why? Because we know they're not racist. They're niggers. <laughs> <laughs> Context. Context. We don't mind their context because we know they're black. Hey, I know I'm Whitey, the blue-eyed devil, patio fake, gray boy, honky motherfucker myself. Uh, Don't so bother my ass. Wordsmithery. Only words. You can't be afraid of words that speak the truth, even if it's an unpleasant truth, like the fact that there's a bigot and a racist in every living room on every street corner in this country. But that is just like timing. It's. I've studied uh, him. I've read his memoir. I've I've listened to so many. Uh, I I just love him so much. You, have you seen the John Stewart interview? It's like yeah, them of course. Honest, oh, that's such a great the thing. I didn't get forever mm -hmm. was I'm not George Carlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do that. Yeah, yeah. I I don't have gravitas. I don't have fame. No one knows who the hell I am. Yeah, yeah. So I can't do that. And when I try to do it, people hate it. Yeah, yeah. They hate it totally. So, so like. Uh, learning those other tricks and tips of like framing it so mm -hmm. that you're saying it from a voice that's uh, that that people will accept hearing that that viewpoint from, yeah. or um, uh, knowing that you're you know comforting the afflicted or whatever. It, it's uh, learning those things. It, they're hard. They're hard to implement. Mm -hmm. But I, I I I see the value in them now. Last thing, hey, uh, please support the show. Share us. Share, 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 share. Just spread the word. Tell your friends. If you if you enjoy this, if you like it, please just let people know. It's the only way this is going to, you know, get any bigger. And, man, I got to be honest, I would love a sponsor. We've had over 5,000 downloads. 